The StreamSets DataOps platform is the world's first single platform for building smart data pipelines across hybrid and multi-cloud architectures. You can build, run, monitor, and manage data pipelines confidently with an end-to-end -end data integration platform that's built for constant change. Amp up your productivity with easy-to-navigate interface with hundreds of pre-built sources and destinations. Once you're up and running, your smart data pipelines are resilient to data drift, those ongoing and unexpected changes in your data infrastructure and pipelines. Finally, you have one single pane of glass for operating and monitoring all of your data pipelines. Get started today building data pipelines in minutes for free at streamsets.com slash tag data. The first 10 listeners of this podcast that subscribe to StreamSets Professional Tier will receive two months free after their first month. Hello, I'm Dr. Beverly Wright, and welcome to Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Johnny Howes, Senior Vice President at Southern Company within the Supply Chain Management Group, and we're talking about Power Up with Data. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to Tag Data Talk, Johnny. Hey, thank you. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start off with a little background. Tell us, why are you so cool? <laughs> I love the way you asked that question. So <laughs> so I guess what makes me cool is I never thought I'd work in supply chain. Oh. Uh, by trade, I'm a mechanical engineer. Spent a lot of time working in power plant operations. And one day, someone had the bright idea to say, hey, he needs to go work in supply chain. Hmm. And I just think that's cool because when I was in college at the University of Alabama, there was no supply chain degree that you could go and get. Oh. And so now to have evolved to really understand this field, uh, to just understand the data science behind it and just see why this is important and how it can help you solve problems differently yep. is what keeps me excited and why I'm glad to be here with you. Awesome. Well, supply chain has really been uh, growing in appreciation since COVID. I mean, Absolutely. just that changed everybody's opinion of supply <laughs> chain. All of a sudden, when they couldn't find toilet paper on the shelves, um, what is up with supply chain? What did you do before Southern Company? You've been there for a long time, haven't you? This is the only job I've ever had. How about that? Yeah, That's I started, amazing. Yeah, I started with Southern when I was 17 years You're old. You're making this up. Oh, no, no. That's incredible. I was 17 years old. There was a high school program, acronym named TOPS. Stands for Teen Opportunities Promote Success. Wow. This was a program in Birmingham, Alabama. And my first job was with Southern Company, running copies of old engineering drawings, blue lines, sepias, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that I would still be here 32 years later. That's incredible. You know, what's funny is, um, I've and, and now it's not going to be a secret because I'm saying it, but I've often questioned, did I, like, should I have just stayed at Southern Company? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was at, you know, I started in the gas side and, um, and back in the early 90s, but I'm not going to date myself right now. <laughs> Very cool. So our um, our first question is, you're, you know, with Southern Company, and that's energy industry, and you guys are a holding company. You have all these um, operating companies. Help us understand, how is data leveraged within the energy industry? And you don't have to get too specific, but what we're trying to figure out is, you know, energy can be a bit traditional, right? That's correct. It's not Amazon, and it doesn't, it shouldn't be Amazon necessarily, um, or Google, but it's definitely in need of data and definitely can benefit from it. So how, how can you use data? Like, can you give us a couple of nuggets? Uh, yeah, sure. So the first thing I'll say is, is our industry, our company, and whatever sector you work in, whether it's on the power side, whether it's the power delivery side or the generation side, we create a tremendous amount of data. Yes. When you're operating power plants, operating a grid, when you talk about customer trends, 
and data and things like that, we generate a tremendous amount of data that we've used in traditional ways for a long time. But one thing that has happened recently, and you whether supply chain in the news or business issues in the news, businesses changing and evolving. And one thing that I've learned is that with the kind of issues that we see today, mm-hmm. because they weigh more than they've ever weighed before, mm-hmm. they're deeper than they've ever been, uh, you got to solve these problems differently. Right. And data is the key to that. Uh, we have to use our data differently. Uh, we have a lot of control systems from our asset management systems, things like that, where data just sits in historians uh, for just long time. Mm-hmm. Timestamp data, good state of data where you can develop trends off of to really help you put a picture together of a maintenance issue or a customer issue or an outage issue, whatever happened. Well, the more and more we leverage data to build these pictures, mm-hmm. uh, where we can just really get more data that's timestamped and get shorter intervals so mm-hmm. you can really understand what has happened with an issue, mm-hmm. it's going to create a tremendous amount of value uh, for us to really say, hey, here's how we can serve a customer better. Here's how we can be more reliable and so forth. Wow, it's incredible. Um, and I mean, data is collected at what, like the 15 minute interval for burner, different burner tip operations? Did you say 15 minutes? It, no, it's not 15. You, you, no, no, it? you can get in the seconds. Are you milliseconds serious? In wow, some that's cases. incredible. Absolutely. So just a tremendous amount of data about usage and other aspects of the whole operations. And so some of the examples that you gave were um, understanding customers better. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure route optimization. If you think about, you know, uh, the Mm -hmm. operations that have to happen on the road and in the field, maintenance of large asset equipment, um, outages. I remember working on a project that had to do with gray outs. Mm -hmm. And can you predict the gray outs that are coming down the line and identify some of the causes there so that you can um, have more reliable power um, coming through? Well, I will tell you what made me a believer. Yeah, tell. Because for a long time, I was a traditional guy. Yes. Uh, worked in this industry for a long time, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. And in my prior life, I was a plant manager. Oh. And we were struggling with this pump that repeatedly failed. Uh-huh. And so here's one of the lessons that I had to learn and my team had to learn. We worked together through this. Yeah. We said, obviously, we got to solve this problem differently Mm -hmm. because after the third failure, our traditional means of doing investigations and analysis to try to solve the problem, it was not working. Right. And so we said, let's try to use data science to do this. Yep. And at this point in time, we were desperate because we were tired of working on this same asset. Yep. Yep. So we uh, work with our corporate partners. Mm Mm-hmm. And our corporate partners sent us the data analytics team. Yes. Uh, put on site a data scientist. Mm-hmm. So this data scientist, I'll never forget this story. Uh, he walked out into the plant and I said, okay, I'm going to go check on what this guy's doing today and see if he's really adding some value. Mm-hmm. So as I'm walking to his office, he's walking back in from the control room. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, young man, what are you doing today? How are you going to solve this pump today? You're not done yet? So he starts laughing. He said, I'm not done yet, but I'm about to get started. I've got 26 million data points from your historian uh, in your control system. 26 million. 26 million. So I had that same reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My jaw dropped because I said to him, obviously with 26 million data points, you're not using Excel. Right. And he's like, no, I'm using uh, Hadoop, Python. I'm going to write some code. We're going to figure all this out, visualize it for you, and you'll be happy with me. Yep. 
Now, I've been working around power plants, and I think at that time I've probably been a plant manager for over 15 years, Mm -hmm. 12 to 15 years, something like that. And this great guy, this young guy who saw the world differently, walked into my plant and after a week had all the confidence in the world that he was going to solve this differently. And he made all kind of correlations with the data Mm -hmm. uh, between what it was motor winding temperatures, cavity temperatures, pressures on the outside uh, of the pump, what's coming in the pump. He correlated all of this data to lead to some insights that we had never thought about before. Even though you were in the plant all the time, all those years, you looked at it from a different perspective because of the data. That's correctly. And uh, I would tell you, the biggest learning for me at that time wasn't the root cause of why the pump was failing. Mm-hmm. I actually got some supply chain learnings Oh, nice! out of it okay. because he set up some data correlations and it goes like this. You took this pump to repair shop A mm-hmm. and say it may have lasted 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Then the next time it failed, you took it to repair shop B. It lasted two hours. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you took it to repair shop C and it lasted 25 hours. Which repair shop? Which repair shop? Because <laughs> we were just trying to get the pump fixed and get it back in. Right. And so from a supply chain perspective, now I have to think about how do we quantify or qualify uh, maintenance shops, pump repair shops, those types of things yep. based on the work output. Even when I think about contracts, when you put things back in service, okay, what are the performance guarantees that should go with the supplier rebuilding that asset force? Yeah. Change the way I lead, change the way I think about problems. I am now more open-minded now about solving problems differently than I would have ever been. What a testimony. That's incredible, especially for someone that is known for his instinct and understanding how his plant works and the equipment around it and to see it from a different light. That's just, uh, that's kind of mind-blowing. So what about um, this culture shift, by the way? Because Mm -hmm. this whole mindset and how you came to light, that is not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. Especially if you're dealing with like a traditional environment. And by the way, when I was thinking about your story (laughs) in Southern Company and having been there, one little change, I just picture like dollars and dollars and dollars. Every little tweak. Going from, you know, 20, 25 years or whatever time period, I forget what you said, but having something last longer than um, for this provider versus that provider, that adds up really, really quickly. Absolutely. I mean, money, 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 money when you're talking about the energy industry. So I see these as um, huge wins, but you still have to fight the culture battle. And so help us understand how... Did you lead by example or did you, were there certain things you put into place or how did you win over other people to see the light the way you did? Well, I can't say that I've won over other people, (laughs) but what I can say is that helping everyone understand that we have to treat our data Mm -hmm. as an asset. I love it. It is so important to view data like that. You have to do something with it that is meaningful and not just keep putting more items on the shelf or filling up the hard drive. Mm-hmm. And if you treat things as an asset, you take care of it. You kind of shine it up like your car. You tweak with it. You play with it. You try to learn more things about it. And the more and more time you spend with your data mm-hmm. and making correlations and putting different pictures together, mm-hmm. really understanding what kind of outcomes 
that you want your data to drive, mm-hmm. the value is really unleashed when you step back and take that approach. Right. But you got to treat it as an asset because if you don't, everything else is just going to be transactional that you do. Right. But data helps you be very strategic. Got it. Got it. Very cool. So two two quotes that I love so far are that um, data is the key to uh, solving problems differently. Differently. And especially complex problems and expensive problems and revenue generating problems. And the second quote that I absolutely love is you got to treat your data like an asset. You have to. I love it. Um, and one of the reasons I was so excited that you agreed to come on Tag Data Talk, Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> is because as an executive, like you work at a big company. I don't know how many employees there are now at Southern. It used to be like 30K, but now I think it's like 40. It's 28,000. Is it? Okay. So thirty about 30,000 employees. And you're a senior vice president there as a high level executive um, at a fairly traditional, um, in a fairly traditional industry. Many of our listeners want to know, how can you move an executive? How, what is the story? What is the narrative to help move executives into this mindset and, and unleash the power that data science can bring? Well, I think the first thing to realize is that this is a leadership issue. Uh, executives, I know for me, I can't speak for every executive at my company or an industry, but I spend a lot of time on strategy. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time on trying to paint the direction of where I'm taking my portion of the business. And I have to do that through data. I have to look at the trends. And so that's why I said this is a leadership issue. You have to embrace it differently. You can't lead in a transactional way during these times. Mm-hmm. There are too many issues coming at us. The, the weight of the issues hitting particularly our industry uh, far outweighs anything that we've had in the past. So again, the theme of doing it differently, leading differently, you got to use every tool that you have these days to help you serve the customers that you're blessed to serve. Wow. Wow. Okay. So it's a leadership thing and it's got, you got to attack problems more strategically and you have to be creative and you didn't say the term open mind, I'm minded, but I feel like you're <laughs> yes, thinking that. I, I would say open minded because yeah. in my prior life working in power plants, I probably wasn't as open minded as I should have been until that story happened. Right, right. That's and, awesome. And now I probably got in my mind 10, 20 test cases of just, hey, how can we apply that story right. to, to somewhere else right. to create some value? I got it. I got it. That's fantastic. So now you look at problems differently. You're probably looking at a problem going like, oh, I bet we could solve that with data science. I know I know how we could do that. Oh, I understand that that's data science. I, I was telling you about that story with mm-hmm. um, the police chief. And actually, it was started with the mayor at the time, I believe. And uh, they were trying to figure out how to get police officers to quit like, leaving the force. At least the, the best police officers, they want to make sure they're retaining them. And somehow, he saw it as a data problem. He had never really seen it as a data problem before. So he had to really think outside of that box. And that it sounds like that's a, a, a little bit difficult thing to tap into. Well, you have to start with the premise of everything is based off of math. Right. You can put data to anything. Mm-hmm. I tell people I talk to all the time, just follow the math, follow the numbers, mm-hmm. whether it's operational data, uh, whether it is polling data and you trend polling data over time, everything is founded in data. And so from a leadership perspective, leaders, we're trying to chart the outcomes. Mm-hmm. We're trying to chart the direction. You just want the data to help you make sure that you're headed to the North star that you have created for your business. Right. 
And so, again, I always get back to leaders have to lead differently during times like this. Yep. Uh, with all the issues that are coming towards us. I love it. And, and data, I think, is the key to do it. Okay. Awesome. Very good. Johnny, what final piece of advice would you give to people trying to better understand how to really embrace data for decision-making? I would say don't think about the past. Think about the future. Love it. That's Just be fantastic. open-minded. Don't think about the past. Think about the future. If you think, keep doing over and over what you've already done. Yeah, that's the definition of insanity. Right. <laughs> but if you think about what can be and not what has been done, mm-hmm. what can be, then all of a sudden you open your mind to be more collaborative, to be more imaginative, mm-hmm. to, again, solve these complex problems differently Absolutely. for the better. Absolutely. Johnny, thank you so much for being on Tag Data Top. This is especially, I'm especially <laughs> interested in you because you're, like I said, traditional. I don't want people to think that data science is reserved for, you know, the the technology companies or only for CPGs or retail. Right. It can be applied in so many different ways for so many different kinds of benefits. So I really appreciate your perspective on that as well as from an executive standpoint And thirdly, because you're not in data science, you're not a data scientist, but you're in data science, (laughs) you're leveraging data science. So you're more of the client. So your perspective is incredibly valuable. Well, I've heard heard one of your guests say data science is for everybody. That's right. Absolutely. It's for everybody, not just for the individual. That's right. And so it's true. Thank you again to Johnny Howes, Senior Vice President at Southern Company, for talking to us about how to power up with data.